successful uh, under pressure this year, I think number one in the league in uh, quarterback uh, rating. Do you like playing pressure? Um, yes and no. You know, I, I think the good part about when you know teams are pressuring us, we have a really good plan about how we want to attack it. The answers within the system. Um, and that, that communication throughout the week's uh, really, really clear. So um, it, it's, if you're on the same page and you have, you have the schemes to be able to carve people up when they do pressure, there's obviously less defenders in coverage. So it, it works both ways. San Francisco is one of the top teams in the league in pressure. They don't come up with a lot of sacks, but they do pressure quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, they're just their defense as a whole has studs all around. So, um, yeah, got to be clued into their blitz packages and obviously just have to handle the front in general. That's their uh, the starting point, and it allows for those linebackers that are both studs to, to play pretty free. Baker, at the same time, the front four that they have, they don't have the blitz and they don't want to, right? Yeah. Those guys are going to front. Can you just speak to the talent they have? they got three first-rounders on that line. Yeah. Ron Hargrave might be the free agent at yeah, it's um, it's one of those things like you, when you write down your scouting report, when you do the Eagles and you do the 49ers, they're too deep on the front is, uh, to say the least, it's uh, damn impressive. So uh, when, when you have some of those guys rotating in for fresh legs, it, it's it's impressive. So just got to have a good plan, a concise plan to know how we want to attack these guys. And um, they're, they're really good. So we, we have to expect that they're going to give us some, some fits and some challenges on, on different things. And so um, just got to game plan and find out ways uh, to stay ahead of the chains. Surprising Baker after nine games that uh, Chris only has one touchdown catch. Uh, does that surprise you? What, what's going on in the red zone with, with Godwin? Uh, there, there's been a couple that we're really close on, to be honest with you. Um, I think there's, you know, there, there's one play against New Orleans where uh, through the interception for halftime should have been a touchdown. Uh, and then he got subbed out, and Trey Palmer wound up catching a, a quick fly for, for a touchdown. There's just little things here and there that they just haven't timed out right, but he's one of those guys that uh, he's been so crucial for us just within the system as a whole, third down conversions and especially. But, yeah, we, we'd love to get him in the end zone more, but we'll take any sort of touchdown. This might have been the old Ohio State-Oklahoma thing, but uh, does Nick Bosa talk a lot when you're out there? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I've only played him a couple times. The first year, definitely. That was his rookie year. Uh, but it, it's fun. He, he's, he's, a, he's a good guy, obviously a great competitor and a stud. So he's uh, one of those challenges that you look forward to going up against and competing with. Nick, we're only halfway through the season. Who knows what the second half will be, right? Everything is still in front of you guys as far mm -hmm. as playing the division and whatnot. But for your perspective, um, as you kind of look at it, take a step back, if I can get you to do that now. I know you're in the hunt. Best good decision, good fit for you. Like everything seems to have, you know. If I look around the other free agent quarterbacks out there, you know, you, you have the best rating of anybody in NFC South and, and, and you know and beyond. So you feel pretty good about the way things have turned out to this point. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I've said it time and time again, and it's not going to change. Just the organization as a whole. From I've come when, when I've come in, it's it's been really clear about what they want to get done, about where we're headed, and um, as these games have gone on, just offensively for us, about how we're growing in the system. It, it's been, this is where we want to be at, this is what we need to get done, and so it's just, when it's clear and concise, I, I can I can fall in line no matter what, so, and we're all just trying to get better each day on, as an offense and, and trying to continue to improve, and um, now we get a better opponent to be able to go up against and, and see what we're made of as well. Has there been any discussions with you or, or your representation about extending for next year? Not that I know of. For me, I'm just taking care of it one game at a time, um, and the rest will fall into place. That screen pass to uh, Rashad, could that be a staple uh, of the offense going forward since that play was so successful and, and handled so well? Yeah, I mean, you, you want to be able to call him in the right time 
uh, right right places on the field as well, trying to time up either a pressure or if they're going to drop back into coverage. And so they, they they pressured us on that on that play. So great timing by Dave to to call that one. Um, but yeah, it's. As I've mentioned in the past few weeks, continuing to get Rashad more involved, just getting the ball in space, whether it's perimeter runs, screens, and some just some empty package stuff, to be able to get the ball in his hands and make people miss. Obviously, he's extremely talented at that, so just finding ways to do that. He never drops the ball, right? Uh, he's got great happen. hands. Um, yeah, Don't jinx that. Uh, no, he's got great hands. He, he's really natural with it. It's not like you can tell when the ball's in the air. He looks really natural at the catch point, looking into his hands and just being able to transition for yards after catch as well. He only had two uh, receptions on, on Sunday. Were there a lot more opportunities for him there? A little bit, yeah. Um, there's you know some some different things that we can continue to work in. Uh, but yeah, we we had I, I think we had everything we wanted as well. So um, or some of the things you know checkdowns and the usual things that he might get yards on. We, we were able to actually go through the first couple of progressions and and find it that way. What's, what's made you so good under pressure? You know, like even that screen pass, you got to hold it, hold it, hold it. Right, you're sucking that guy in and you're taking a hit quarterbacks generally don't want to do, uh, but in terms of just the willingness to stare down that gun barrel and, and it's, I mean, it's just a nature of the game. You know, on some of those screen passes, you're going to be looking down the barrel. You, you want to invite them in as close as possible to where they can't retrace and chase down the back from behind. And so um, when it comes to screens, you just you got to live with it. Now, when it comes to other pressure, it's just knowing where your answers are, knowing where the voids in the defense are when they, when they do bring a certain guy of how you want to attack it. So, like I said, it's, it's communication within our offense of knowing, hey, guys, if they bring this pressure, you're going to get the ball here. And just that, that open line of communication has been really good so far. How's the mindset of the team? Even though it's one game below 500, being in the NFC South, you're right there. You 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 know you got the chance to win this win yeah. this thing. Um, it's you know our our mentality right now I'd say is control our own destiny type one game at a time mentality. Continue to get better so we can peak at the right time. Yeah, we would have loved to have been in a different situation record-wise, but um, those can all be valuable lessons for the long run right here. So for us going up against a good uh, playoff opponent, we need to handle it like that and, and just really focus on. Find a way to win against the 49ers in San Fran and uh, build from there. Baker, with this being a first time offensive coordinator, being Dave Callis, first year of offense for everybody, is the offense set and in place and you guys are picking out certain plays for this week's opponent that fit well? Or is, is the, the ongoing creativity still there where your guys are installing new plays, plays that you didn't even maybe get into a training camp? Yeah, uh, because of, of what Dave and the offense. Yeah, there's there's always the trying to find the balance of not overwhelming guys with a bunch of new schemes throughout the week. You know, in the middle of it, uh, still being able to find your bread and butter, make little tweaks formationally, personnel wise, of schemes that we've installed since day one. And then you know, there's always game plan creativity that you want to get in, but you don't want to overwhelm guys. You want them to play fast and not have to think too much. So um, yeah, it, it's finding the balance in between that, and I think we've done a good job so far. Kind of the midpoint of the season. I know, obviously, you'd like to have a few more wins than you do. But when you look at why this has worked for you, is there something you're most pleased with? Whether it's limiting turnovers, the the leadership aspect. What are you most most pleased with in this first half? Um, between the leadership and then, yeah, I think you mentioned the turnovers. As long as we've taken care of the ball offensively, um, yeah, our defense is playing well enough to be able to – we don't have to blow people out to, to win games, and so we don't have to score that many points. So as long as we take care of the ball, staying manageable down in distances, we, we should be good. So, um, it, But at the same time, we also should be scoring more than 20 um, each game, and there's definitely a lot of points that we left on the board. So it, it's knowing that we don't have to – 
stress or, or, or press too much to score that many points, but we definitely have the capability to do it. And we need to grow into that and, and learn that we should be able to score closer to 30 each game. Baker, I want to ask about the deep ball. I know you said previously uh, that's something you've been working on. And you had a few long shots against Tennessee on Sunday. When you look at film and, and you know, looking back at the play, uh, what do you kind of look at when you're trying to improve that sort of thing in practice and then have it translate Sunday? Yeah, um, I'll just go off the... Uh, you know, the one to Mike where he had to come back on a post route, it was, a, you know, they were giving us a blitz look. Um, I was pretty quick to release it, and Mike's running his ass off down the field. I didn't know if he was ever going to look for it. I'm glad he did. Uh, he was able to come back to the ball. So for him, it's always giving him a chance. Um, you know, he's going to make a play somehow, some way. Now, the, you know, there's one that, that Trey that got overturned. Um, you know, it's a single high defense. He's got press coverage. He did a good job stretching an outside release, slipping inside. But at the same time, the safety wasn't getting involved on it. So I don't have to necessarily throw him back to the sideline. So you look at you look at different traje- trajectory of the ball, um, how you can lead him upfield, different things like that. You can always just fine tune and get better at. Because so, that's that's one of them that I would like to have back to where he can just catch it in stride and score a touchdown. You had a throw to Chris uh, early in the game. I think it might have been his first reception. He barely got his head turned around. Uh, that's obviously the, the timing you've gotten down with him. Yeah. Is, that, is that the kind of type of plays that you need to have, I guess, a quick strike uh, defense like San Francisco? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the play was, wasn't was exactly designed to go to Chris, but the coverage dictated it that way. And so just having guys in the right spots on time is, is how you have to beat a, a team like this. you got to have guys that are on time in their routes. If they get thrown off a little bit, like Chris stumbled a little bit at the top of that corner route, but he was able to get his head around quickly and make a play. So having everybody on the same page and being efficient is how you beat these guys. Before you came here, you saw films of Mike Evans. You knew his resume. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what have you learned about uh, Evans' competitiveness, professionalism, and uh, just what takes him to that next step? Um, just in his, uh, talked about his route running, his body language at the top of routes, uh, how he communicates just within how he runs his routes is truly unique and special. Um, but I mean, we, we've seen guys try and double team him, but he still tries. He finds a way to win. So, um, no matter what the coverage is, he always has a plan um, based on what route he has of how he's going to try and win based on leverage or coverage. And um, it's it's something you really can't teach. It's a, a God-given ability that he has, and he's also had a, a ton of reps and doing it at a high level for a long time. So, we're, we're lucky to have him and uh, got to keep finding ways to give him the ball. He wants to be great, right? Oh, absolutely. There's there's always that hunger with with guys that are that good that. Um, they're never satisfied, and you can tell they always want to do the next thing. They they want to take it to the top and uh, and over that as well. What's the uh, a couple more? Please. What's it feel like having Tristan Wurst, the reliability when you're facing a pass rush this weekend? Yeah, um, I mean, I'd say our whole line as a whole, uh, pass rush wise, you know, protecting when when we know we have to drop back and throw the ball, they've done a great job. Obviously, Tristan. Is, a, is an all-pro guy, and his transition from right to left um, has made my, my life a lot easier, and, and Luke's played great at right, too. So um, having those guys to be able to protect, it, it means the world, knowing that you don't have to just go one, two, three, get the ball out. You can actually go through your reads and trust it, and at the same time, um, you know, against a team like this, if, if the first couple reads aren't there, i got to check it down or get out, find positive yards. Baker, last season, uh, Carolina week five, uh, late San Francisco. Uh, what Wasn't pretty. Yeah, but what do you recall about that game and like some of the challenges that they uh, provided? Um, it was a physical game. I'll say that. You know, it's obviously you can't exactly relate when it's a different system, different organization. But um, playing San Francisco at any time, no matter who you're with, they're going to be physical. Um, they're going to line up and and have a really good game plan. But that 
they've had great players for a lot of years now. So they're going to put their guys in good positions to win. And so, um, like I said earlier, their front's amazing, but it allows those linebackers to be able to play free. And those are, those are two really smart linebackers that um, their recognition of plays is, is a huge difference going up against their defense of, you know, you have to be on time. Okay, thank you. Thanks, guys.